Hi, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk. My name is Alex Anders and I am a best-selling bisexual romance author and one of the creators of Fluid Style Co., a clothing company created for bisexuals. Bisexual Real Talk is a show where each week I talk about the latest developments, studies, and strides made by the bisexual community. Sometimes I'll talk about what's going right, other times I'll talk about what's going wrong. But always you'll feel empowered and like you found the place where you belong. And if this podcast ever sounds like a YouTube channel, that's because it is. You can always check out Bisexual Real Talk on YouTube and join the conversation in the comments section there. Until then, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk, and let's talk about bisexuality. Let's talk about Thor Ragnarok, because let me tell you, it's worth talking about. First, my thoughts on the movie. I went to see it last night, and I will say this is incredibly funny. I don't know which is funnier, this movie or Deadpool, but they are so close. And Chris Helmsworth has a comedic timing about him that I had never seen before, and I was just laughing constantly. Chris Helmsworth is funny. Jeff Goldblum is so good in this movie. He's just so funny. And the director did an excellent job of telling it in a funny way. It's really worth seeing. I recommend it. Um, It's just a fun time out at the movies. But also, what's important about this movie, and the reason why I'm covering it here, is because there is a bisexual character in this movie. And how do we know there's a bisexual character? Because the actress who plays Valkyrie said it. Okay, so how did this all come about? Before, about two, three weeks before the movie came out, there was someone who posted a tweet to, you know, tweeted at the Thor movie saying how it was a shame that there were no LGBT plus characters in the Marvel Universe. And Teresa Thompson, the the actress who plays Valkyrie, tweeted back at her saying that she's proud to say that she is playing a bisexual in this movie. Now, when that first came out and I saw that, I thought that she was pulling a Gandalf. And by that, I'm uh, referring to, with the Harry Potter movies, the author of the Harry Potter movies, after she was done with all seven books, seven books, and we're talking thousands of pages of text, she comes out stating that Gandalf is gay. Like, it felt very slapped on there. Really, in those thousands of pages, you couldn't have mentioned anything before saying it after the last book was released. Very, very slapped on, like looking at it going, oh, my books have zero sexual diversity. Maybe I should put something on there. I'll make Gandalf gray. That seems to make sense. So, yeah, it felt very much like she was pulling a Gandalf. But it turns out, as she did more interviews, that no, no, she wasn't. So what she said was that there are two scenes where you can see her bisexuality. One of them is where her Valkyrie sisters are being slaughtered, and she said that she played the death of a particular Valkyrie like it was the death of her lover. And I watched the movie, I will tell you, knowing it, going, knowing that that was done and going in, you see on her, the look on her face, you truly understand, no, she really did play that like she was watching her lover die. So there's that. And then she said there was another scene that that she fought the director to shoot Uh, which was a scene where there would be a woman walking out of her bedroom. And that got cut from the movie. A couple thoughts about that. First, um, 
I think it was probably good that it was cut from the movie from a storytelling perspective because the movie was ex- exceptionally funny. That would have gone, taken it in a slightly different direction. And you want to, in a comedy, you you maximize humor. And that's what you do if you're a storyteller and that's what it, that's what it is. On the other hand, I would like to say that just because it is in the movie doesn't mean that the production team shouldn't get credit for having shot this. Because if you watch the movie, you realize that there is no scene where they show Valkyrie's bedroom. Now, what does that mean? That means either there was a whole bunch of scenes showing her bedroom, they decided to cut it out, or that the actress fought the director so hard to include the scene that they went out they created another piece of set, dressed it up as her bedroom, and then they cast a woman to be her lover, hired her, paid her to do um, to do this as a probably a featured extra, and then they had to put time into the production schedule to shoot against this bedroom with this actress, meaning they had to take time away from shooting everything else to have Chris Helmsworth come there probably give some reaction to seeing that come out to, you know, emphasize humor and all that stuff. So that means that this production was so committed to the idea of having her be sexual, having her be bisexual, that they probably built a set, hired people, and then took time out of their production schedule to shoot it. And only because it didn't work in the movie and to maximize humor that they didn't put it in there. They deserve credit for this. But why do I say this is kind of the beginning of a bisexual revolution? It's because of the fact that she said she was bisexual before the movie came out. And that allowed you to see differently. Because what's the biggest problem from a writer's perspective of adding bisexuals into stories? I will tell you, it is showing them with one gender and then showing them with another gender. So for TV shows, the reason why there's so many more bisexuals in TV shows is because you have time. You have time to develop a character, you have time to develop their their love interest, and then you have time to show the love interest of another gender. It takes time and screen time. But movies are snapshots of exciting moments in a character's life. And that's all Thor is. It's just one snapshot of this adventure in his broader life. And also one adventure in this Valkyrie's life. And to be able to fit in showing the character with both genders is really kind of hard. The other thing is for them to just say that they are bisexual. And I mean, bisexual is a modern word. So if you're playing a character in another universe, are they really going to say that? Or in a time period piece? Or like it's it's just on a very practical level, extremely hard to make it clear that a movie character is bisexual. But how did Tessa Thompson handle this? She handled it by just saying, look, I play this character as bisexual. When you watch this movie, you can see that, you know, I'm responding as a bisexual. This is me being a bisexual. And this is kind of a revelation. Just saying, look, this is what I'm doing. There may not be any opportunities in this particular you know, snapshot in the character's life for me to portray both attractions, but I'm portraying this person this way. It makes it so much easier. And it's also kind of realistic because as a bisexual, we're not constantly jumping from male to female, male to female. No, we might have a preference and just always be attracted to that gender and then not even act on our feelings for another gender. That's how it is for a bisexual. 
So why should it be like that for a movie character as well, where, okay, this snapshot in their life is all about this, uh, this romance with this particular character, but let us know that, hey, this character is actually bisexual, even though you don't see it on the screen. And now that we have this as an option, I think a lot more actors are gonna take this route where they say, hey, I play this character as a bisexual, you don't see in the movie, but just so you know, if you watch my eyes, you'll be able to tell that this character is bisexual. And it's kind of like what they did with Deadpool. Obviously, Ryan Reynolds considered this character bisexual. And I say obviously because although that snapshot in time was about Deadpool falling in love with that particular woman, at the end credits, they have that very funny animation scene where Deadpool is getting an erection whenever they put a male name on screen, like making it clear, oh no, this person is bisexual. And also, we have this thing where after the movie came out, Ryan Reynolds completely acknowledged he was bisexual, specifically pansexual. And now we know going into the next movie that he is this way. So we are all going to be looking for it. Now that next movie might be him falling in love with another woman. It, it might be, it might not have any references to his attraction to guys at all. But we do know for a fact that he is, uh, Deadpool is bisexual, pansexual. And we can look for the looks, we can look for the side jokes, we can look for all those little things that he'll probably slide in there, although the main story doesn't pay any homage to him being attracted to both genders. And that's new. That's new, and I think that's going to change the way bisexuals are portrayed in movies. And just on a side note, um, also this week, the actress Sarah Hyland, who plays Haley Dumphy on the hit TV show Modern Family, she was in the bisexual news recently, and she was in the news because someone tweeted at her saying that she gets the vibe that Haley Dunphy is bisexual, and Sarah Hyland texted back saying, I don't know what the writers would say, but I confirm, meaning that she thinks that Haley Dunphy is actually bisexual. The actress who plays the character feels that the character is bisexual. Now, will her character on Modern Family, as much as she wants to play a bisexual, as much as she actually thinks that she is playing a bisexual, will that character ever be bisexual? I, I, I don't, I would be super surprised if she is. And why do I say that? Specifically because of the show and the comedic style. Now, I'm not saying that bisexuals can't be in comedies because one of my favorite comedies this year and last year is a show called The Good Place. And the lead character on it is unquestionably bisexual. Like it's, they make jokes about it, like they just play on it. It's, she's clearly bisexual. But the, the comedy structure of that show is actually different from the comedy structure from Modern Family. Modern Family's comedy is based on stereotypes. So the gay couple on the show is just the epitome of the gay stereotype. The Colombian woman is the epitome of a Colombian stereotype. Uh, the, the need to please father, the overbearing um, mother, just everyone is literally just a stereotype, including Haley Dunphy, who is the self-obsessed millennial. So they're all playing stereotypes and all the humor comes from the stereotypes. Now, what happens if you make Haley Dunphy bisexual? Well, the, the, the genre, the, the menu of the show or whatever it's called, um, like the push of the show is to work off the stereotypes. What funny stereotypes are there with bisexuals that they could play off of? 
yeah, there, there aren't a lot. There aren't a lot of funny stereotypes that you could just lightly make fun of and play off of. So it would take some real talented writers to be able to change like the push of the humor of that character being, you know, self-absorbed millennial to bisexual humor. And for that reason, although the show is obviously very friendly towards people who aren't straight, I have my doubts whether or not Haley Dunphy will ever be portrayed as bisexual, though we know that the actress wants her to be bisexual and thinks of her bisexual. But in spite of that, I think that thanks to Thor Ragnarok, we are entering a new phase of bisexuality, of the bisexual revolution, and bisexuality on film. Kind of exciting. If you would like to support this podcast or just pick up some really cool bisexual merchandise, you can check out my bisexual romances on Amazon. I write under the pen name A. Anders. You can check out my bisexual t-shirts on Amazon by searching for the company Bisexual Real Talk, and you can go to Fluid Style Co.'s website at www.fluidstyleco.com. There you'll find plaid flannels for women and plaid dress shirts for men, all in the pride flag colors, specifically the bisexual, queer, asexual, and sexually fluid flag colors. Please support the channel and check it out. Until the next podcast, stay cooler, my bisexual friend. Stay cooler. Bye.